This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, January the 4th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to... 2016 in the first episode of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm your host, Homer Lopez, and I say hello. It's 2016, and it's raining here in Arizona. Hey, what do we do here, though? Hey, gold and silver, give us a call. Build that net worth somehow, because I'll tell you what, the government ain't giving it to you. They're taking it. This show is all about and brought to you about economics with attitude and the research and the work that's done on this show is done by the owner and he pays for this show to be on the air to provide you that information you know what you need to know not what you want to hear joe how are you on this hey good morning happy 2016 and what's one of those days it is one of those days one of those days you 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 know you think about it right you just got over christmas you had the the new year, and and today, uh, the majority of us have to go back to the grind, go back to work. And well, we were sleeping last night, dreading having to to get up at the you know at five o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to work. At least that's a, I was dreading it. I really was. And uh, well, that was happening while we were trying to recover, wondering. And not really wanting to know the damage that was done on the on the credit cards over the holiday, right? You just don't want to think of it. You know you're going to have to face the music, but you didn't want to face it just yet. And you woke up to find those Chinese again. They were at it again. The renembi falling out of bed. Now the the lowest that it has been in. Over four years, breaking the lows from the last time. Wall Street right now down 462 points. The worst start, in, <coughs> excuse me, in 84 years. So the worst, the worst opening New day, day New Year's open start since 1932. <laughs> and we can thank our friends, the Chinese, apparently. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. I'll tell you. And if you want to give us a call, it's real simple. 1-800-951-0592. And the lovely Wendy here on day one of 2016 will be there to take your calls and answer your questions. Or you can go check us out at allamericangold.com. And we're going to have the next three days just jam-packed with shipping uh, products uh, today, tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, we should be all caught up with all the things that we are waiting for till after the holidays. Uh, all of that stuff will be making its way out. We appreciate uh, everybody's patience. We've had a big move in the gold markets today. Uh, gold's up almost $20, $20 this morning. Silver's higher. How about uh, platinum? I've been telling you about platinum now for, what, three or four weeks at least. And, and platinum uh, on fire and still got a, a long way to go uh Approaching now $900 to the ounce uh, as we start to look at what's in store. You know, the one thing I haven't seen, no one's talking about these retail sales over the holiday. 
which is never a good sign. Because you know, if they were even remotely going to be good, they would have been talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. We've got all of that information uh, will come out this week. Uh, China had bad data, then they, they revalued the renminbi, then to follow up their bad data, we had bad data of our own. Uh, the PMI, the flash, as they call it, the flash PMI uh, came in much weaker than expected, and we had a bunch of the talking heads out this morning saying the Fed made their, you know, the Fed made a mistake. They never should have raised rates. Get ready, the Fed's going to go back to zero. Uh, Stanley Fisher was out this morning, and it was funny because he's the vice chair. He's the number two guy that's in charge of devaluing our money, right? I mean, because that's what the Federal Reserve does. I mean, let's face it, that's their job. Their job is to devalue our money. And he is the number two guy, the vice chair. Let me tell you what, they're pretty good at it. Aren't they? They're, they're just, pretty good at it. They're, they're re- you know what? He's That's the, really, you're right. I, here I am. I'm bashing them all the time. They're actually great at that. They're great at devaluing your money. But he talked about, he didn't even talk about going to zero. He talked about negative rates. And this is the thing I've been warning all of you. It's coming. I don't know when, but it's coming now. Because this is what happens when you get desperate. You start to do desperate things. You do things that all of your life you've been taught you should not do, right? And you look at you look at the, all the people that lost their home, right? You look at the housing bubble and all that. We knew, we knew, deep down we knew we shouldn't have been doing those liar loans. We knew that, but we did them anyway. And we knew that we probably shouldn't take the equity out of our house to buy a boat and go on vacation. Build a pool. Build a pool. As you know, Homer and I both raising our hand, build a pool, do all these things. <laughs> right? We do it. But we did because it felt right. We, we need, we were, it was time. You know what? Alan Greenspan was telling everybody to do it. We were being prosperity-driven. Living the dream. And, and the same rule applies with the people that devalue our money. They know we should have never had rates at zero. Everything we were ever taught told us that's bad. And having rates at zero for six years, that's even worse. But now we're seeing all of the world, you know, you think about different central banks, Europe's negative, Switzerland's negative, on all these things, and now they're going to go negative rates, and now we have the number two guy at the Fed today. They just raised rates a couple of weeks ago. And he comes out on TV saying, well, we're going to talk about negative rates. Which, everything that that guy had ever learned said, that's something you never do. Patriot Radio News Hour. Maybe it's time you get your wealth protected. We'll be back right after the break. Double J and the Love Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592-2016. Not starting out the way the talking heads 
said it was going to be uh, the worst start to the market in 84 years, and we're still not done. We'll have to see how this all ends up. But, uh, you know, it's funny because my brother's in town. So, you know, it's holiday time. My mom was in town. Right as she leaves, my brother comes into town. And, you know, my brother, he's done very well. Sure. Okay, he's done well. And he was he was really big on stocks. And and especially I'll say, you know, the Nasdaq, the pre bubble stuff. Right before the the Nasdaq collapsed and you know, here we sit in twenty sixteen and the Nasdaq still isn't where it was in two thousand. And we were talking the other day and he and and talking about what what's what he's doing, what he's up to and He's like, yeah, I'm never buying stocks again. You know, he does the 401k thing, but that's it. He doesn't. He used to have big holdings, uh, like I said, because he's done real well, and and he just got crushed, just crushed. And and you and, you know when you sit there and you see, you know, forty, fifty, sixty percent of your hard earned wealth being destroyed and and it really it changes you, and and the funny thing is, is he asked about gold. He all asked about silver. He still isn't there yet, though. You know what I'm saying? He still isn't quite there. Now there's so many of you out there just like that, right? You got burned during the the Nasdaq, the the tech collapse. You got burned during the housing slash financial crisis, but you're still not ready. I'm going to tell you right now, these are the things that keep me up at night because there are things afoot right now that, that you need to start getting ready for, right? The, the, the pattern is very, very clear, which is pump up a bubble, a bubble it pops. You pump up a bigger bubble, bubble it pops. You pump up a bigger bubble, it pops. And the biggest bubble of all is this bond bubble that's next. And when you got uh, Fisher out talking about negative rate, you know, one of the big things that they love to say and used to love to say about, well, gold doesn't pay interest. <laughs> nothing pays interest anymore. That's exactly right. right. <laughs> I mean, nothing. You give the government money for 10 years, you get 2%. Now they're telling you and, and they're warning you pretty soon. You're going to buy, let the government borrow money from you, and you're, they're going to charge you for the privilege. And this is what the the funny thing, you know, they, they try, well, it's different. It's different, double. I know, and I'm talking about all these people that sit on this Federal Reserve Board. You read anything that these people had ever written, had ever studied, had ever published before 2005 and they would have told you no way you never bring interest rates to zero you never go to negative rates but now they were oh well it's different it was different back then oh when I wrote that 
Yeah, I know. I, I wrote a whole thesis, and I wrote all these white papers, and I got published in every every periodical, every economic magazine, the Wall Street Journal, and all the forms and everything else. But it's different now. And the only thing that's different is it's all blowing up on them. You know, it's just like uh, when in a sporting event, right? When the team's down, right? Time's running out. They're losing the game. What do they do? Desperate play. Make, Hail Mary. Hail Marys. If it's basketball, you start fouling the other team on purpose. I mean, you're, you get desperate. And, and the funny thing is... is you know the other thing people do? I just want to throw this... Yeah. Sometimes people cheat. Oh. See, that's... I didn't want to go down that path. But you're right. Isn't that what starts happening? Listen, refs are there for a reason. Do these people in the Fed have a ref? Because the way I hear it, you can't audit them. Listen, there is no ref. That's a great point. There is no referee for There's them. No referee for them. Right? You can't audit. Better fact, they come out and tell us ad infinitum. Oh no, 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 whoa, 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 calm it down. What do you mean? You want to look at our stuff? Well, that's just unheard of. That's unacceptable. We're, we're a private entity. We can do what we want. There's nothing to see here. At, at the episode where Winston Thorpe says, Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I am? Look at this certificate on the wall. It says the College of Brown. I don't care what Ivy League ticket up there. You're cheating. Well, you know what's funny is if there was nothing to hide, what would be the response? If there truly wasn't anything worth looking at, yeah, go ahead. But that's not what we get. Matter of fact, they're so adamant about the fact that they don't want a referee. And then you start thinking about, just think about what I just said, for their whole lives. Because you've got to remember, most of these people are just academia. Right, everything that they've, all of their knowledge, has come from textbooks, and then they try to hypothesize with things that they that have never really had, they never really learned by actually doing. Now, some of them are bankers, right by trade, right they 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 were the big shots at Goldman. Most of them, right? That's where most of them come from if they weren't from academia. And when you sit there and you start thinking about everything that these people had ever said, done, or written, said, you don't do these things. And now today, they come out and tell us, we've got to do these things. And then you start thinking about it, you're like, that doesn't sound right to me. Right? And I, I don't want to use the word cheating, 
But really, when you think about it, that may be, Homer, that may be the right word. Well, the other side, uh, just reverse it. Here's the thing. We have a tax code book that's 365 pages long, I believe. Okay, 3,000 pages long, right? Okay. And, and we, you can probably and, commit, you know, almost commit suicide jumping off the tax bill. And, and the, the, the other thing that goes along with that, the IRS can pay you a visit and you can be audited. You know what we can't do? We can't look at their press. Right, that's right. It's a one-sided game. And you listen, what, guess, guess what? You're never going to win, middle America. What's so funny is my brother made a reference just like that. He goes, you know what I finally decided and figured out is in talking about why he doesn't buy stocks anymore. He goes, I can't win. I can't win. And I go, it's never been designed for you to win. They want you to think that you're winning. They I will go, sell you on the right. fact that you can't win. Why do you really think companies, well, well, they match me on my 401. Why do you think they would do that? Out of the kindness of their hearts? Of course not. They don't want to pay you any money. That's just the way for them to what? Hey, it's cheaper. Because a lot of people, number one, most of them, a lot of our employees can't afford to put the full 6% in there because the Fed has done such a great job devaluing their wealth. And, hey, this way we'll say we don't have to give you pay raises and all this stuff. And then when you look at your returns, they never look as bad as what they really are. You know, like this year, they said, oh, the S&P was down 1%. The Dow was down 1%. But yet, if you really look at your returns, you're down double digits. Right? All of you in your mutual funds and your 401ks and your IRAs, you're down double digits. Because it's not designed for you or I to win. And if you're sitting at home, once a month you get a letter. It's a letter that says where that thing's sitting right. at. Right, right. And and I'll, is, I don't know if they get a letter. Maybe get an email. Right. I, well, I'll just tell you, I, 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 you see this letter come through. We may be losing right now, but the forecast for the future sure does look good. They love that, don't it's they? It's bright skies. 2016, we're going to be right. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. It's going to be different this time. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, it is going to be different. You know, 2015, I, I will will say that it was the, you know, most people are saying this is the the end of the run. You know, most the average growth cycle is six to seven years, and we're longer than that. We're at the tail end and all of these things. But 2015, a lot of things happened that are laying the groundwork for things that, let me tell you right now, none of us thought could be possible. Talking about bail-in. Talking about being able to prevent you from taking what you thought was your money out of the banks. Right? Talking about negative interest rates. About like today, J.P. Morgan, we're only going to give wealthy depositors you know, a smidgen of a percent for their savings. The rest of you get nothing. And you'll like it. And so when you sit there and you start really thinking about who's in charge, who's actually guarding the hen house, right? Is it the farmer with the shotgun? Or is it just the wolf in sheep's clothing? And you start thinking about all of the things that all of these people have ever said, written, 
or, or talked about. You know, we, we did the creature from Jekyll Island. We did Alan Greenspan, the stuff that he used to write before he became the chairman of the Federal Reserve. Right? And I truly believe Alan Greenspan thought, you know what, if I'm in charge, I can fix this. And of course, when it went the other way on him, after he stepped down, what did he tell what is he still telling everybody to do? I mean, here was a guy, I mean, think about it. We called him the maestro at one point. He coined the phrase irrational exuberance, remember that? Warning about the tech bubble. And now that he's telling everybody, hey, listen, the game's about up, right? It's not payable. We got way too much debt. We overdid it. It's over leveraged. There's so much things that, that happen that none of us know about these dark pools and trillions and trillion, $700 trillion worth of derivatives that nobody even knows what they are. We got fake insurance on all of this stuff. But now that he's saying to everybody, you better get your hard assets. You better get your store of value. You better get your wealth insurance. What, now, now he doesn't know what he's talking about? But then again, he reverts back to what he always had believed. And this is part of the problem because these people like Janet Yellen, she's always believed in the same devaluation of people's money. Remember, Alan Greenspan called fiat money nothing more than confiscation of your wealth. And now we have people in charge who have always believed that confiscation of wealth is a good thing. And now they're willing to break their own rules. Their own things that they said should never be done to try to accomplish their agenda. Patriot Radio News Hour halftime, first show of the year. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, allamericangold.com, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, as we kick off the first show of 2016, uh, the former chairman and CEO of Wells Fargo, Richard Kovacevic, was on TV just a while ago. And he had the following to say that created by too many years of the Federal Reserve's easy money policies, bubbles are going to be bursting in 2016, specifically bubbles in bonds, commercial real estate, and parts of the stock market could soon pop. He says that's what's happening in the high-yield market right now, of course, for those of you that don't follow the bond market uh, too often, we're seeing a huge divergence now in all of the junk bond market, which, let's face it, most of the bond market anymore is junk bonds. I mean, that's really where most of the the bond market is, and all of that starting to struggle. Uh, Puerto Rico, again, missing bond payments, turning into a... A, I guess the United States version of Greece, and I want to say it was, I think it was Goldman Sachs, 
said after Puerto Rico, they they named Chicago or Illinois, Connecticut, Hawaii, and uh, I forget two other states or, or New Jersey was uh, one of them as well. Are all next as all of them try to battle the same problem, really, which was easy money, right? We easy to borrow. And the super low rates were where the Federal Reserve, once again, in breaking of their own rules. And that's the part that really gets me. Right? When you start to see, I'll say what, funny things, suspicious things. You start looking at it and go, eh, something doesn't look right here. Right? Yeah. How about like the steroid era of base in baseball? Remember that? Yeah, right. Everybody and their grandmother started hitting home runs, and you're like, uh, something doesn't look right here. Guys that started their careers weighing 150 were weighing 200 pounds. Interesting. Interesting. Yet their waist was still the same size. Right. And you you think about we've had you know almost a hundred years of this entity called the Federal Reserve, and all of a sudden, in the last ten or eleven years. All of these interesting things started happening. Things that, you know, should have never, ever have been allowed to happen. And yet, here we sit idly by, no one does anything. I mean, there's a couple of people that call for auditing of the Fed. And I, you know, quite honestly, I don't even think they're serious about it. Right? They just, it it makes for a good soundbite. And then you start thinking about, you know, they're trying to convince, oh, we've recovered. Interest rates are at a quarter of a percent. Cue the eye. Cue your eye roll. That's that's a recovery? A quarter of a percent? It's no recovery. And and the funny thing is, is in their little statement, the one thing, we didn't do it because we were backed into a corner. Right? That was their message. Which tells you what? Uh, okay, we did it because we were back to the quarter. Yeah, no right? We had no choice. Because we said we were going to, we had to, or we are going to lose all credibility, the full faith and credit. Because they know the dirty little secret. The dirty little secret is they're, they're just made up out of thin air. And the second the perceived value is lost. It's over. And you sit there and you listen to these these guys. They parade them out on television ad infinitum. Well, the United we're the best of everybody. And when really, when you think about it, the only thing that we're the best at, we're the best at debt, right? Because we got more of it than anybody else. Yeah, we're MVP status on the debt side. We're number one. And then you start thinking about all of the reasons. There's the reasons that you see. There's the reasons that you hear on the television that you read in your newspapers. And then there's all the reasons that they didn't bother to tell you about. Right? When you go back, go all the way back to the 80s. When all of these things started happening, even go back to Richard Nixon, go back to 1971, 
when they closed the gold window and Richard Nixon addressed the nation, he came out on television and he told everybody, as long as America buys American, it will be okay. And you know what? He was right. Because everybody that had ever studied economics at all, they went to the best college, they went to the Ivy League, right? They went to Harvard and Yale, and, and they went to Northwestern and MIT and Stanford. And they got their PhDs. They all said the same thing. This will work, but this has to happen. Americans need to buy American, because as soon as they don't, then that's when the trouble starts. And start thinking about those statements. About 10 years in, things changed in the early 80s. We started giving stuff away, right? Start thinking about the the invasion of the Japanese, right? And, it's not, and I'm not talking about Pearl Harbor, right? All of a sudden, all these Japanese cars and televisions and VCRs, right? And all that stuff that Americans used to build went away. But what really was happening? Our debt was exploding. You know, in 1971, the national debt was only $400 billion. I mean, we'd been a country for almost 200 years. By 1981, it was a trillion. Think about it now, a trillion. It seems so little. In comparison right? to in 19 trillion? Right, right. It seems so small and minute. But in 10 years, it had almost doubled. So when I sit there and I tell you, listen, it's going to happen again, or it's going to double again in the next 10 years. I can sit there and tell you, why do I know? Because we've already done it. It's proven, and we've done it. What we had to do to get that is we had to start giving stuff away. Patriot Radio News Hour, we're going to finish up on that for the rest of the program. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Give us a call at one 800 or go check us out at allamericangold.com. Joe, you know, you were talking about where we're currently at, the state of America, the finances of America, and the American citizen. But i got a question for you. You know, you're talking about these businesses, and, and we don't have anything here. I was just curious, what does GE do? That's what I wanted to ask. Well, you know what? They made a commercial about it. What does GE make? General they, they, Electric. They, they made a commercial about it. No one really knows what they do anymore. That's right. right? Where the kid's sitting there with his right. mom and dad, and they're like... Uh, he goes, we're going to change the world. He goes, but what are you going to do? Uh, well, I work in the IT department. Right. And they're like, oh, good for you, honey. You're going to change the world. <laughs> and still, nobody knows what General Electric does. I don't know. Maybe they're going to build a, Did they ship everything a robot. On? Did they ship everything to Mexico, China, and every place else? Right? right. And this is the thing. And, and here's the 
here's what bothers me, because nobody wants to talk about it, right? They want you to focus in on right now, right? Forget about what we did in the past, right? That doesn't matter. I said a lot of things. Forget about all that. I wrote a lot of things. I studied a lot of things. Let's forget that. And the reason they do that is because they were wrong. And actually, they were right and wrong at the same time. And what I mean by that is they messed it up. And they know they messed it up. And now they're breaking all the rules that they said that they should never break. Because they don't want to own up to the fact that they messed it up. Because let's face it, this is just an experiment. You know, I mean, it's only been around 100 years. And in 100 years, in 100 years, they've destroyed 98%, whatever the number is, of your wealth. And so like Homer said, the one thing they're really good at, <laughs> the one thing they're really good at is destroying the value of the dollar. They're great at that. But you go back and you think about what I've, what I've been trying to say. You know, 1971, the open era started. Right? The gold standard was gone. And you look at what's happened. $400 billion has turned into $19 trillion. The problem is it doesn't end at $19 trillion. That $19 trillion is backed up with another $700 trillion worth of derivatives that are, <laughs> that are insured by that same debt. It's a system that makes no sense. Matter of fact, they told us when they did it. Hey, by the way, I know that we wrote all this stuff that says we should never do this, but we're going to do it. But this is the one thing that you got to do to make sure it's going to still work. Which is, as Homer was pointing out, we don't build anything here. That was the thing that had to happen. We can do whatever we wanted, but you still had to build it here and buy it here. And then you start to think about, you know what, they wanted to spend more money. The problem was they needed more people to buy the debt. So we started making agreements. Right? First, there was the Japanese. They were first. Okay, here's what we're going to do. You're going to take over all of this stuff here, right? Because you do a great job already. Build good cars. Your, your electronics are great. We give you all that stuff. We don't want those jobs anyway. But here's what you're going to do because now we're going to be we're going to be writing you checks every month. You know, it's called the trade deficit. And with that, you're going to start buying some of our debt. That's going to be the deal because we're going to we got to ramp up some spending here. You know, we got we got to make the American people feel good. And they did that. Of course problem was about 1987 or so, the Japanese had their own problems, didn't they? Japanese had their own bubbles. 
because they their central bank, they were doing the same thing. So we needed more people, right? Because you remember now, by the time we got into the 90s, deficit was, what, four, five trillion now? And it kind of stagnated there, didn't it, for a while. Causing all kinds of problems. We're right. We need more people, right? So it's the ultimate Ponzi scheme, right? What's the the, the whole the, the way the Ponzi scheme works is you got to keep getting new people. See, I got right. a friend, and then you've got a friend. Yeah. So you go you to your friend, friend, and they go to right. their friend, and, we'll and then they, they go to pay off that guy. And and you know how it works. Yeah, that's so, what he made off. So so they came out with free trade. All of a sudden, our new best friends were the Chinese. See, they they played along, right? They did what the Japanese did. Start buying up all our debt. Let's not forget our good friends, the Saudis. Love those guys, don't we? How about that? How would you like to kick off New Year's with a big mass execution? It's always a good way to start off the year, isn't it? They're good friends of ours. Love those guys. Right? All for the same reason. Now, all of a sudden, we're all the way here. We're in the 2016. And all of these countries that we love so much, see, they got their own problems. Because they thought, hey, we can, if America can do it, we can do it too. They got their own debts to worry about. Right? Are we a beacon of hope for those countries? <laughs> right. Hey, listen, you know what? We, we've been holding this never long. We need to start, we got to start selling this stuff. We got our own problems here. And you think about how's all of this going to end. I already know how it's all going to end. You're right. Bubbles are going to be popping all over the place. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Monday. Happy New Year 2016 coming in with a bang. The Dow is down 412 right now. Uh, It's been actually lower, believe it or not. It's been down as much as 460 points. Uh, 17,013. The NASDAQ's down 132 points. The S&P is down 46 points, uh, below 2,000 at 19.98 crude oil which was really odd because crude oil was higher earlier today and i was thinking bad economic news and all the crude that you would think you'd go the other way you think well some smart people obviously entered the room crude oil has gone the other way now it is down uh 55 cents 36 dollars and 48 cents uh the two things that are up today you guessed it Gold and silver. Uh, gold's up thirteen, a thousand seventy-three. Silver's up uh, ten cents right now, thirteen dollars and ninety cents. Uh, today's special. It's a great way to start off the year. I love starting off the year with with good pricing, good specials. U.S. twenty-dollar liberties. These are the old twenty-dollar gold pieces from eighteen sixty-six. 
to 1907. Uh, really nice-looking material here at the lower end, $1,250 today at 800 951 uh, I'm putting a limit, limit of 20. If you buy 10 or more, we'll give you 10 different dates because that's how I like to do the new year. And we don't charge more for that like all of our competitors do. 800 951 0592 Platinum. I'm going to tell you, and I'll just let you know, this is the last week for Platinum. If you're looking for Platinum Maples uh, after this week, we won't take any more orders on that. It's just too hard to get. Uh, the Bullion Bank has already uh, delayed us again on the Platinum Maple Leafs. Uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow, but this will be it. Uh, you have until Friday, uh, which is just an, they're $1,025, uh, just a tremendous value. If you don't own any platinum, uh, today's a great day to do that as well. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, we'll see right now. I'm going to keep them available, uh, but that is day-to-day. Uh, 2016 should be rolling in here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, broke a record. They the mint uh, while well, we were on break, forty seven million U.S. silver eagles uh, produced and sold by the United States Mint in twenty fifteen. That is a new all time record high. And when you start thinking about uh, silver and where it's at. It really does defy any sort of logic when you look at supply and demand just off the charts. But it tells you something really big is right below the surface. You know, to go who, along with who would it. buy 47 million ounces of something that's down 67 percent? I'll just tell you this. Come back tomorrow because right now I'm looking at a headline that says Dow plummets. And when you see the word plummet, <laughs> you got to tune in tomorrow to find out did it plummet more? Give us a call tomorrow we'll or we'll give us a call anytime. Everybody, have a great day. Happy New Year. Thank you all for listening. Everyone, take care. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow.